Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. My name is Nadine Newkirk, and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today, I want to talk to you about five pillars for nervous system health. So five different key self-care activities that you can do to help stabilize your nervous system. Before I get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Top 3 Mindset Shifts in Dating. I go over three key core beliefs that people find really hinder their dating experience. And these beliefs include, I'm unlovable, there's something wrong with me, or I always pick the wrong people. And we really unpack that, where those beliefs come from, and what some helpful reframes could be. So I'll pop the link to that in the episode show notes. Also, you might notice that this podcast is fairly new and any feedback would be super helpful to get more visibility on the app. So um, if you have some time to put a rating on one of the podcasts that you're listening to, that would be super helpful. All right, so let's get into it. Today, I want to go over five pillars, five core self-care things that can help stabilize your nervous system. And these things, when they're not there, you really notice that your mental health, your nervous system health can plummet. And however, sometimes when they're there, you might not actually notice how much they're helping you until you take one away. So I'll go through the five ones. They're sleep, regular meals, physical activity, social supports, and activities that give us a sense of meaning, purpose, or enjoyment. And I'll go through each of them one by one. And when we think about it, similar to if you have a pet, say if you're caring for a puppy, that puppy will have certain needs which will help them be most energized and happy and playful and kind of be their best puppy self. (laughs) So if that puppy, maybe it was brought to a party and there was like loud music and they didn't sleep, they're probably going to be a little bit more irritable the next day. If you ran out of pet food and your pet skipped a meal, they wouldn't be so happy. They might be barking a bit more, a bit more stressed. If you don't take a puppy out for a walk, that really impacts then their level of calm when they come back home. So we want to think our nervous system is the same. As humans, we have core needs, which is really vital for our nervous system to function and run smoothly. So the first one, sleep. This is vital to help us recharge our batteries. Think about it where when you're sleeping, your body is doing all the longest term restorative healing processes of the body. So this is where a time where we get to encode memories, our body can fight off sickness, we can have more clearer thinking and um, calm emotions when we wake up if our battery's recharged. And they recommend on average between 8 to 10 hours sleep per night. And this can vary on your age and some individual differences. If you're a teenager or younger, they recommend more sleep, up to 10. And if you're more older, eight, and sometimes if more middle age or things like that, sometimes you need even less sleep. The next one is regular meals. So this is where we're pulling our car into the petrol station, filling up the tank so we can keep going. 
if you are putting regular meals into your system, it means that you can get all the energy for your vital organs to function and run, that we actually burn up a lot of that food energy so we can do basic living processes, that heartbeat, that breathing, that digestion. And we also need regular meals to help us with brain power, to help our thinking and our emotions. If we have not enough food in our system, then we don't have enough power for our brain and that can increase stress, anxiety, or depression feelings. So when we talk about regular meals, that's three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and two to three snacks. And we want to think about balancing the main food groups, whether that's carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables, protein. You can look up on the internet what the main food groups are. And you want to balance having variety in your food groups with also emotional enjoyment. You know, having a balance of some foods that give you joy and, you know, make you just feel like, wow, that was yum, that was delicious, I feel happy. And also with what is going to sustain me long term and give me energy. Then we have physical activity. So this is anything that gets your body moving and it can be different for different people. You might have one person who really loves Taekwondo, another who loves going to the gym, someone else who does a lot of incidental kind of walks to work or things like that. How much exercise to do can be varied on your age. However, the Heart Foundation for Australia, and I can put the link in the episode show notes, recommends for those aged 18 to 64 to do at least two and a half hours of moderate to high intensity exercise per week. And moderate to high intensity is something which gets your heart rate up, gets you to sweat. So if you think about that, that's, you know, maybe one hour, three times a week, and you're even half an hour over the recommended. So that's not that much of a commitment if you can get into routine of something you enjoy. And there's a whole range of benefits for physical activity to balance your nervous system. It helps with sleep. It helps balance emotions, helps with memory or immune system functioning and a whole lot more. And when we think about psychological health, exercise really works on two fronts. So first of all, you might know that it releases endorphins, which helps helps us to feel happy, focused, helps us to concentrate. And it also helps us excrete cortisol from the system. And if we think about when we're going into dating, there can be a lot of uncertainty, stress, anxiety, difficult emotions. And this will naturally flood our nervous system with more cortisol and adrenaline to keep us focused if there's any threats or potential dangers or something that's gone wrong or difficult in a dating situation. So that cortisol can be helpful to keep us alert. However, when it's just floating around our system, we don't have a way to excrete it. That can be difficult for health. It makes it harder to sleep at night. Cortisol also affects the gut where it switches off digestion because the body's saying, we just need to attend to this danger. Like my partner could break up with me. You know, there's no point in eating right now. But as we know that food is vital for brain energy, so it helps us think clearly if there's a difficult situation. So when we have ways to excrete the causal from our system, that can help you think more clearly and act wisely in dating. 
And to excrete that cortisol, you need that moderate to high intensity exercise. So again, where your heart rate's up and you're sweating. The fourth pillar for nervous system health is social. As humans, we are social beings. And just like we need water, like we need food or sleep, we need some type of social contact. And everyone's social battery will be a little bit different. Some people, you know, really thrive from every day, lots of social interactions. And some people are okay with, you know, one or two per week. And we want to think about with social engagement that we have a variety of people who are more acquaintances, that kind of day-to-day interaction, whether you're at the shops or chatting to a colleague in the kitchen, to then people who are confidence, you know, people who you can really feel free to share exactly who you are, your thoughts, your opinions, the ups and the downs, and feel safe and trusted that they're not going to judge you. And as you're going through dating, you're going to be encountering a whole lot of people with different intentions, different emotional maturity, and it can be really stressful or hard and making sure that you have family or friends or you know, colleague or therapist or someone where you can get a bit of emotional social support is really useful. When we're around people who we feel safe and trusted with, we release oxytocin, which makes us feel connected to others. And this is also helpful in dating to be able to access that oxytocin so we can, when someone's safe and the right person, we can let our guard down and build the connection, build that relationship. And finally, it's really important to have activities where you get a sense of meaning or purpose or enjoyment. This could be big or small things. So you might get a sense of achievement from your work, you know, finished a project, it just feels satisfying, or maybe it could be through studies, um, but it could also be something maybe you're doing at home. You could be upcycling a desk that you found on the street and you've painted it and, you know, made it look amazing and that feels satisfying. Or it could be literally just cleaning out your sock drawer (laughs) and getting rid of those singular socks that the washing machine seemed to have eaten up. And also things that you're just doing for the sake of enjoyment, whether it's a massage or getting your favorite drink or going out to play tennis, or maybe it's just pottering and blobbing on the couch. It's important to give ourselves that balance of things where we're getting a sense of achievement and where we're just doing it for the sake of enjoyment. I wrote a list when I was in lockdown because our usual things where we get those achievement or sense of enjoyment maybe weren't accessible in those lockdown days those COVID lockdown days. So I wrote two columns. One column was a list of big, medium, small things where I get enjoyment and also the same for big, medium, small things where I get a sense of achievement. And they were things like, you know, go for a walk by the beach or wear a face mask for enjoyment and for sense of achievement, I was working on a webinar for my dating coaching business. And so making a poster and putting it out there. I actually initially made a poster on Word because I didn't know about all these amazing programs on the internet. And then my flatmate at the time was like, oh, maybe you should have a look at Canva or, you know, one of those other sites where you can make a poster and I have to say it looked way more professional once I did that. So I encourage you to think about, are any of these five pillars missing in my life or maybe half there and I'd like to build it up or improve on it? 
that we know when we're starting to feel stressed or big things are going on, sometimes these five pillars of self-care can fall down like dominoes. Over my years of work, I've seen quite a lot of university students and it was really common when exam times came around that these five pillars would drop, that suddenly someone was doing an all-nighter so they weren't sleeping and then they're feeling too tired to go out or exercise. So then they were ordering more takeaway. And then they thought, I don't have any time to see my friends. I just need to study, study, study. But the effect was that their mental health went down. They started to feel more anxious, stressed, or maybe depression feelings. And then they weren't in the best headspace to study or to get the best results for their exam. And it's the same when going in the dating process. These things might not seem that connected. It might feel like, oh, I just need to go on as many dates as possible. And it might feel not worthwhile to kind of take time out to go to that Pilates class or do that physical activity or meet up with a friend. But actually, these things are directly related to helping stabilize your nervous system so you can be in the best headspace, the best kind of physical condition to get you through the dating process. And we want to think about it more like a marathon than a sprint. And if you're looking for, you know, short-term, medium or long-term relationship, it's always going to be helpful to be your best self, to have more stabilized emotions and a more calm nervous system. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely day wherever you are.